name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, you may be seated for a few moments, amen, we just arrived back, just arrived back from Tennessee and uh, amazing revival, Texas, Oklahoma, amen, when we left the first time, the travel was an 18 hour drive, but we made it, you know, we made it. With the help of the Lord, otherwise we wasn't going to make it. But we made it in a great revival. Several received the Holy Ghost. We just seen a great move of God down there. <clears throat> Amen. We just came from Tennessee, like I said, Monday, and such a great revival there. And uh, I put my, I did put my wife on blast. I have put her on blast uh, a few times. I don't really know what to say when folks ask me, does your wife play and sing? And I just don't know, I don't think I can say no. I'll be like, yeah, she sings. She plays. Well, we needed to sing at the, I didn't know it was going to go to that extreme. But it went to that extreme. And she did a great job, as a matter of fact. Amen. Amen. Soon she'll be doing it here. Soon. Very soon. Amen. Give honor. Give honor to pastor. Give honor to this church. I, I really love being here. This is, this is home. We manage to great places. We get treated well, but this is home. We get treated the best here. I mean, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. I mean, it's always good to sleep in my own bed. Uh, you, you just got to understand sometimes. I mean, you just don't know how grateful you are to have a bed until you're sleeping in another bed that's not so comfortable. And, and, and so you just really got to be thankful for what you got. Amen, but I, I'm thankful for my wife. I wanted to stand and testify. That's that same day arrived to our first service and uh, after service was over was out to eat with the pastor and the pastor was talking to me he said I'm going to tell you something that happened he said uh, just while you was preaching he said there was a church down the street was live streaming they vid the video and a guy said uh, commented on the video on the live feed and he said I'm just here to see another church shooting he said, I'm just here to see something bad happen, and they had to shut the church down. I'm thankful for his hand of protection that is on us every step of the way we go, everywhere we travel. I'm thankful for his protection, because that could have been us. Amen. But God kept his hand on us, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. Now, I took enough of your time up. You will stand with me for the reading of the word. 1 Samuel chapter 17, reading verses 8 through 11. This has been on my heart, been on my spirit for the last couple of days. As a matter of fact, when I was in revival, the Lord gave me this, 
this this passage of scripture that I'm getting ready to read to you, uh, and I really, Lord, dealt with me about it this whole time as I've been home to minister this. So I'm just, I just feel the Lord really wants to minister tonight. Amen. There's no telling what the Lord will do in this place if we allow it. I mean, God wants to move in this place. God wants to work in this place. But the question is that arises like it is in every service. Amen. Will we allow it to happen? Will we be sensitive to the spirit of God? Will we be sensitive to the move of God? When you have it, say amen. 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 And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel. And he said unto them, why are ye come out? Set your battles in array. Am not I a Philistine, he says. Am I not a Philistine and you servants of Saul? Choose you a man. Choose you a man. Find somebody. Get somebody. Choose you a man for you and let him come down to me. And if he be able to fight with me and kill me, then we, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. Verse 10, the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all of Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid greatly afraid i want to minister to you for a moment tonight just simply on this topic the weapons of warfare the weapons of warfare put your bibles down and lift your hands to heaven lift your voice as well lord we thank you Lord, we praise you for this opportunity. We praise you for this moment, Lord, to be able to be in your presence tonight, God. I thank you, Lord, for what you're getting ready to do in this sanctuary. Lord, I'm thankful for the life that are getting ready to be changed. Lord, for the chains that are getting ready to be broken. Lord, for the lives that are getting ready to re be restored tonight. Lord, I can't minister this without you, Lord. Anoint my lips of clay as I minister this word tonight, God. Anoint me as I preach the word of the Lord tonight. Lord, I need your anointing upon me Lord so strong Lord God let your will be done God from the front door all the way to the back door Lord let them that needs the Holy Ghost receive it tonight them that need a breakthrough receive it tonight Lord have your way in this sanctuary and in this service God and we give you glory honor and praise for it in the matchless name of Jesus oh God that we will pick up the weapons of warfare and fight the good fight of faith Lord we give you all the glory and honor and praise in the name of Jesus clap your hands clap your hands all ye people amen thank you for standing you may be seated for a few moments amen not in a physical but in a spiritual sense that I'm getting ready to preach in amen we we're in a war. We're in a fight. Amen. As of right now, as of right now, as I'm preaching, we're fighting battles left and right. Warfare is real. 
Warfare is real. Warfare is so real. It's real. I'm telling somebody that I have never in my life seen a soldier go off to the battlefield and leave his leave his weapons and leave his guards and leave his group. I want you to understand something that I got to have my mind on Jesus in this war. And I got to have my mind on the Lord because if we go into this battle with our mind on anything else and anybody else, we will surely lose. But I got to fight the good fight of faith tonight. Though the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Amen. To the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing in the captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. To the obedience of Christ. I just want to minister to you just for a moment. Goliath, Goliath, he set the tone for warfare. He said, I defy the armies of Israel he's challenging them he's coming against them he said send me somebody that I can fight send me somebody that's not going to run send me somebody that's not going to hide send me somebody who's willing to stand up for their community send me somebody who's willing to stand up for this doctrine send me somebody who's willing to stand up for this truth send me somebody who's willing to stand up for this church I don't want just anybody I want somebody that's going to fight me I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. Hey, man, I don't know about you. Send me somebody with a prayer life. Send me somebody that's not witchy-washy. Send me somebody that's know what they believe and why they believe it. You send me somebody that is rooted and grounded in the truth. He said, if they fight me and if they kill me, we will serve you. We included Goliath. I didn't understand that. He said, if you kill me, we will serve you. He's not in that part because if they kill him, he's dead. So it's not a we. He said, I prevail against. He said, if I prevail against them and kill them, then you will serve us. They heard what he said. When they heard that, the Bible says that they were afraid and they didn't know what to do. They were greatly afraid. They were terrified about this battle. They were terrified. They didn't want to fight. They were scared. They were terrified. The worst thing you can do when going into warfare is be terrified of the adversary. The worst thing you can do is not pray. The worst thing you can do is not come to church. The worst thing you can do is not be in submission to your past. The worst thing you can do is talk about who you want, say what you want, and do what you want. We are in a warfare. 40 days, 40 days. This occurred every morning and every evening for 40 days. The Bible says he will present himself. Send me a man that I can fight. Every morning they woke up to it and every evening they went to sleep to it. Send me a man that I can fight. 
Send me a man. Send me a man. How many times are we going to allow the adversary to say what he wants to do, what he wants to intimidate, who he wants to drag out the church, who he wants to, and we just sit there and say absolutely nothing. I refuse to have that mindset. I refuse to not fight. I refuse to just look around and see empty faces that's supposed to be on the pew but no longer on the pew. I refuse. Because if you allow it to manifest itself, then you'll never see a harvest. If you allow it to manifest itself, you'll never see revival. If you allow it to manifest itself in your life, you'll never, and I mean you'll never get a breakthrough. You'll never see it, and you'll never have it. But somebody in this house tonight need to take a stand. Ask for me in my house. We're going to serve the Lord. I'm talking to the men now. Men, if we want our families... If we want our kids to be involved, we need to be involved. If we want our families to be worshipers, we need to be worshipers. If we want our family to be at this altar, we need to be at this altar. I want to be at this altar. Amen. I want my son to see it. I don't want him just to see me talk about it. I want him to see me live it. Come on, it's good to talk about it. Yeah, it sounds good, but words are words. Actions speak a whole lot louder. I'd rather see you do it than you say it. So they're gone. 40 days. They're gone. Daddy says, I want you to go check on these men. I want you to go check on them. Go check on your brother. So David, David, take David. David takes 10 cheeses, 10 loaves of bread, and, and loaves of bread. I mean, he, he took some stuff. And, and he gets to the battle, and he leaves his sheep in, in the hands of the keeper. And, and he went to the battlefield. But, but what David was expecting to see something else than what he saw. He was expecting to see something else than what arise. I want you to go with me to Daniel chapter 17. Verses 23 through 26. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion of the Philistines of Gath, Goliath by name out of the armies of uh, the Philistines. And he spake according to the same words. And David heard them. All the men of Israel, when they saw the man, the Bible says, they fled from him. And they were so afraid. And when the men of Israel, the men of Israel said, have you seen this man? The giant might be big in your life, but God is bigger. I mean, you might be battling something in your life, but God is bigger. I refuse to look at the adversary. I refuse to look at the problem, but I'm looking towards Jesus. I refuse to allow the adversary to dictate to me. I refuse to have that type of mindset. Come on, I'm not looking at the adversary. I'm looking at God. I'm looking at God. Somebody say, I'm looking at the Lord. I'm looking, I'm looking. Have you seen this man this, that has come up surely to the fire of the armies? Is he come up and he shall, and it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches. And he will give him his daughters and make his father's house free in Israel. Verse 26, and David spake to the men that stood by him. Saying, what shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? 
and taketh away his reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that should defy the armies of the living God. David knew who he was. David knew who he served. David knew that I am more than the conqueror through Jesus Christ. So who is this uncircumcised Philistine? The circumcision was a type of covenant. It was a type of promise. And David said, who is this giant that don't have no promise telling me what I can and can't do? Telling me who I am. Who is this son? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Listen to me when I say this, and I'm going to say this very carefully and very simple. But don't you ever allow the adversary to tell you that you can't worship. Don't you ever allow the adversary to tell you you're too young, that God can't anoint you. Don't you ever allow the adversary to tell you. And you sit and you listen to it. Amen. God will use you if you allow him. God will raise you up if you allow him. God will anoint you if you allow him. Come on, youth. I want to talk to the youth now. Don't wait till you're 22 or 23 to accept the call of God. Amen. Accept it now. The age don't make the difference. It's the availability that you give God that makes the difference. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands to heaven. In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. You've been looking at your battle too long. You've been looking at your adversary too long. You've been looking at the situation too long. You've been looking at that giant for too long. Come on, it's not time for us to look at the giant. It's time for us to look at God. The Lord's going to handle the issue. The Lord's going to make it away when it seems to be no way. The Lord's going to bring you out. The Lord's going to have his way. I feel it now. I feel it now. I can preach for a couple more hours. I feel, hey Amen. I feel it now. David. Hey Amen. David gets ready to battle. Now I want you to understand something here. David gets ready for the battle and Saul gives him his gear. Hey Amen. He take, he puts it on. But when he puts it on, he realized something ain't right. So he takes it off. I want you to understand something. That I cannot fight carnality with carnality. I got to fight carnality with spirituality. I cannot win this battle with my mind on somebody else. I gotta have my mind on God. Boy, I better stay in prayer. I better fast like I've never fasted before. I better be in church. I better be attentive. I better be sensitive. I better be ready. David said, I can't go with this on. I can't go with this on. I can't put this I can't put this armor on. I can't do it. So what David does, he took it off and he went and grabbed five smooth stones and he grabbed these stones and he grabbed his bag and a sling and as he said, the Bible says as he began to approach Goliath, Goliath said, am I a dog? Who's this guy? This guy is young. The Bible said he disdained him for he was yet a youth. Look at this young guy. There's no way he can battle me. There's no way he can fight me. But the age don't make the difference like I said. Come on, it don't matter whether you're 10 years old or 50 years old. Come on, you can still defeat the giant. He still can defeat the giant. The Bible said Goliath. Goliath, they said, come to me. 
I will give your flesh to the fowls of the air and to the beast of the field. Now let me read verse 45. You hear something that David said. David said to the Philistines, Thou cometh to me with the sword and with the spear and with the shield. But I come. There's a difference here. But I come. I come in the name of the Lord I come in the name of the Lord. That's the difference between the battle. If he would have went in without the name of the Lord, if he would have went in with some other gear, with another mindset, he wouldn't have won. This was a name that was applied. That's what happened. That's why Goliath, when he threw the stone, the Bible said it smote him in his forehead. He fell flat on his face. The stone didn't do it. Jesus did it. how it happens that's how it works that's how it works we go out and minister at churches we see great revival God pours out his spirit but then there's those times I get these phone calls from folks and sometimes I just wish folks quit calling my phone they'll call me they'll be like where are you going oh I'm going to so and so why are you going there why are you going there I'm going to get real personal with you now why are you going there? I said, because God sent me there. There was a conversation I literally had on my way. He said, I know people that went there and they got chewed up and they got spit out. I said, the difference was I'm led. The difference was I prayed. The difference was, like Sister Trenja said, I know who I am. So we will get to these churches. And they say, well, Brother Seals, hey, man, you better be careful over there. And I'm just going to be real and tell you exactly what they said. They said, well, you need to be careful because they're racist. I said, listen to me. I said, I don't, I don't care what they, I don't care if they're racist. I don't care what they are. I said, if God sends me to that city, I'm going to go, I'm going to preach. God's going to pour out his spirit. We're going to see revival. I'm telling you right now, I am not scared of racism. I'm not scared of blacks. I'm not scared of whites. I'm not scared of Puerto Rican. I'm not scared of Mexicans. I want you to understand something. I'm going in the name of the Lord. I want you to understand. That's what I go in. I go in the name. We've seen great revival. And yes, we've seen God pour out his spirit. We went to those cities that folks told me to stay out of, and we've seen revival. I mean, they actually want me back. I mean, they actually called me and booked me again. I want you to understand, if I look at it through the eyes of men, I'll never go there. I'll never see revival. But the point of the matter is, somebody got to do it. Somebody got to go. Why not it be you? Why not it be her? Why not it be them? Why not? Why not? Why not? Pastor looks at me after we're done with the revival. He said, Brother Seals, you preach real good. I said, thank you. He said, I want to book you for next year. I said, cool. He said, but when you come down here, I want to tell you something. I said, what? He said, when you come back down here, I'm going to tell you now. He said, there's going to be some churches that just won't invite you. I said, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not too worried about churches that doesn't invite me. I said, God knew where I was going to be at. When he called me, he knew every church I was going to preach at. I mean, so if they don't preach me, that's fine. If they don't want me there, that's fine. Because I'm not going there for them. I'm going there for God. So I'm not worried about it one bit. 
not worried about it. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Too many times we put our minds on things like, well, what if, what if this happens and, and what if that happens? I'm just going to be real candid and be real honest. I, that's about as blunt as I can get tonight. But they will tell me these things and expect for me not to go. I get sick and tired of folks calling me and asking me, Brother Seals, where are you preaching at? I tell them where I'm preaching at. Well, what color of church is that? I never knew there was a color in the church. I never knew there was a black church. I never knew there was a white church. There's only one church. There's only one race. Come on, if I look at your color when I walk into the church, I need to get to an altar ASAP. If you look at somebody's color when they walk into the church, you need to repent ASAP. It's not the color that matters. It's what's inside of them that's going to spend eternity somewhere. God, I feel the Holy Ghost in his house tonight. Amen. Lift your hands to heaven. Lift your hands. I feel the Holy Ghost. Oh, God. Come on, somebody. Come on. The weapons of your warfare are not carnal. They're mighty. They're mighty through God. Give me a few more moments. Give me a few more minutes. One of the biggest problems is folks know they got giants in their lives but refuse to deal with them. Folks know they got giants in their house but refuse to deal with them. Then it's to the point to where I feel as if folks who get so comfortable with the giants being around them, get so comfortable with the giants being around their life, they accept it for what it was and welcome them into the family. He can eat at the table. He can watch their TV. He can come and go as they please. It's not in my notes. I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was going to preach this good tonight. I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know, but, but, but then they will walk into church and pardon, they will just sit there and don't move. And every time they try to lift their hands, there goes that giant. Don't you do that. Don't you say that. Don't you respond. Don't you come to the altar. Don't you come to church that Wednesday. Don't you come to church that Sunday. Don't you come to that revival. Don't you come to that outreach. Don't you come to those functions. That's what the adversary wants you to do. And if he can get you to listen to him, then then sooner or enough, you'll be submitted to it. I refuse. I refuse. God has brought me out many times. God has made a way out of no way. Have I ever felt like giving up? Absolutely. Will I? I want the adversary to hear me. No. I will not give up on God. I will not walk up on God. I will not allow the adversary into my house, into my family, into my kids' life, into my wife's life. I will not allow it. Somebody got to stand up against the adversary. Without a revival just a few days ago, after the revival, the pastor looked at me. He said, you see those family back there? I said, yeah. He said, it's been years since they've been to this altar. Years since they've been to that altar. I said, why? He said, I don't know. Nothing can get them to move. He said, they hear the word, they come in and then they go. He said, but this time, they came to the altar. He said, the husband did something I ain't seen him do. I said, what? He prayed. 
I said, that's what he did? He said, absolutely. After he prayed, his daughter got her breakthrough. His other daughter came to church. His wife came to church. Why? Because somebody decided, I refuse to allow Goliath, the adversary, to wreak havoc in my life. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Somebody needs to stand up to the adversary and say, I refuse. I refuse, devil, I refuse. And we're going to have revival this year. Ain't nothing you going to do to stop that. Ain't nobody's going to hinder that. We're going to have revival. We're going to have revival. <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm telling you, I got all that off my heart. Come on, I got it all off my heart. I just got, I'm just telling somebody that as long as you allow the giant to dictate what you're going to do and who you're going to be, you'll always be what he says you're going to be. You'll always do what he says you're going to do. But when you get enough courage in you to arise on a Wednesday night and say, ah, the weapons of warfare, come on, they're not carnal. I got to fight. I got to fight. I got to pray. I got to fast. Stand with me all over this congregation right now. It's time for somebody to fight. It's time for somebody to get back up. It's time for somebody to fight. It's time for somebody to say, I refuse. Come on, if my daughters worship last year, they're going to worship this year. Come on, if I was involved last year, I'm involved this year. I refuse to allow the adversary to dictate what I'm going to do and who I'm going to be. Come on, saints, I need you to lift your voice tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My, my, my. Come on. Get out of your comfort zone. Come on, you don't worship the same you used to worship. If that's you, then I, su I suppose you need to worship. Come on, you don't pray like you used to pray. Come on, is that you? I suppose you need to start praying. Come on, you don't fast like you used to fast. If I were you, I'd start fasting. I refuse to be minimum. I refuse to do the bare minimum in the house of God. Boy, I feel boldness on this platform right now. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but somebody needs to get back up and fight. Somebody needs to get back up and fight the adversary. Come on, men. I'm talking to men right now. Fight for your household. Fight for your wife. Fight for your kids. Come on, keep your voice lifted right now. Too many times we give up too easily. Surely, the Spirit of the Lord is in this place. Here's what the Lord has instructed me to do. Here's what the Lord has instructed me to do. Here's what I feel about the pews. Pews are a comfort zone. And man, pew keeps people in their comfort zone too many times. So what I want us to do right now, I want us all to come to these altars. Right now, I want you to get your feet to these altars right now. I want you to get so close up to these altars tonight.
on, if you've been battling, if you've been fighting, come on, I'm talking to you tonight. God has not given you the spirit of fear. That's the adversary. I want you to begin to pray. I want you to begin to lift your voice. And we're getting ready to go into warfare. And we're getting ready to fight. Right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, saints of God. Come on, men of God. Come on, children of God. Come on, saints of God. I need you to lift your voice louder than you ever lifted it before. Come on, in the name of Jesus. The adversary wants you to destroy you. The adversary don't want you in the house of the Lord. But I came to tell somebody something. God has ordained this moment for you. Oh, God. God's going to make a way. You hear me tonight? God's going to make a way. God's going to bring you out. Nobody's going to do it. I'm going to go out in the name of the Lord. That's the only way we're going to have revival. As they begin to see, I want us to get out of our comfort zone. I want us to begin to pray and seek the face of God tonight.
Come on, I feel the spirit of encouragement right now. Come on, I feel the spirit of encouragement working through this altar right now. Come on, listen to me real fast. Listen to me real fast. Some of you prayed for a little while and now you're up. I want you to, I'm going to talk to you that's moving right now. There are folks all along this altar that need prayer. I want you to begin to work these altars. Come on, I want everybody to begin to work these altars right now. Come on, those are worshiping. Those are praying. I want you to begin to move. Come on, find somebody. Pray for them. Come on, the spirit of encouragement is in this house right now. Come on, that's it. Move and find somebody. Get out of your pew. Come on, youth leaders, youth workers. Come on, get out of your pews and begin to pray with somebody. We got young people, I mean, seeking God up here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, there's no reason for us to be sitting back. God's been too good for us. Come on, you need to pray with somebody. Find somebody. Pray with them. Come on, let the spirit of encouragement begin to move in this house. Come on, unleash some things. Pray with somebody. Come on, we're defeating the giants tonight. Come on, we're defeating giants tonight. Come on, we're moving mountains. We're tearing down walls. Come on, we're not leaving this house the same way that we walked in. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. 
Come on, the Spirit is indeed willing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You made a
Jesus. Come on, that's it. Oh, yes. Strongholds are breaking. Mountains are moving. Giants are falling. Mountains are moving. Strongholds are breaking. Mountains are moving. Giants are falling. Mountains are moving. Strongholds. our hands all across this house to the Lord with hands lifted eyes shut come on let the sweet presence of God hallelujah let him speak to you hallelujah hallelujah Come on, can we just let the Holy Ghost move right now? Just come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, let our spirit of intercession begin to move upon us right now. Come on, will somebody begin to intercede? Oh, yes, Jesus. Come on, if you don't know what to say, just say the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Come on, pray. Jesus, we need more of you. Jesus, we need more of you. Jesus, we need more of you in our homes. Jesus, Jesus. Lord, we welcome you. Lord, we welcome you, Jesus. Oh, we welcome you. We welcome you. Come on, just close your eyes. And just focus on the Lord right now. Come on, just close your eyes. Don't worry about what's going on around you. Let the Lord minister to your heart. Yes, Jesus. Come on, let the Lord minister to your heart. Come on, don't worry about what's going on around you. Just close your eyes. Let the Spirit move. Come on, let Him move upon your heart. Jesus. Jesus. Lord, here am I. Here am I, Jesus. Jesus. 
Jesus, Jesus. Come on, just for a few more moments here. I just want the Lord to... I want some folks right now. Come on, the preacher preached. Come on, we're not walking out of here, church, the same way. Come on, you leave it. Let your heart be turned. Let your heart be changed. I'm not facing the same giants when I walk out of the house tonight. Come on, that's it. Can you place one hand on your heart? Come on and begin to pray. I can do all things through Christ. There is no giant that before me that can defeat me. Come on, somebody. Get that down in your heart when you leave this house. When you walk back into your homes. Young person, if you're walking back into a home with unsaved parents, I want you to put that hand on your heart. And say that I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And how about you go ahead and claim those unsaved parents right now? Hallelujah. Come on, there's some God things happening right now, church. Come on, you may not see them, but spiritually there's things moving.
peace. Oh, yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 Yes. I Come on, someone shout the doubt away right now. Jesus. Come on, let somebody's faith. Yes, oh, Makota. Hallelujah, Come on, that's not for somebody else. Somebody need to receive that. Say, that's for me. Come on, someone say, that's for me. Come on, that's not for my neighbor. That's for me. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I feel you, Lord. Come on, lift your hands right now. Lift your hands right now. Lift your hands right now. I can have victory. Come on, can you say that I can have victory? Come on, can you declare that right now? I can have victory. Come on, don't let the enemy rob you of those words. I can't have victory. In the name of the Lord. Oh, Jesus, shake us tonight, God. Shake the doubt out of us, Lord. God, get the doubt out of this house tonight, Lord. God, let us walk in victory, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm telling somebody tonight. Pastor's feeling something right now in the Holy Ghost. Somebody just needs to shout with the voice of triumph. Get the doubt out of your life and receive victory tonight. Come on, defeat the enemy tonight. 
Get it out of your life. Get it out of your home. Lift your hands. Everybody, lift your hands tonight. Come on, the enemy's trying. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. The enemy's trying to come on somebody and say, you can't have this. You can't have your victory. I don't care what I look like. I don't care what people think about me. If I need victory, I'm going to show the Lord that I'm in business tonight. If that means I need to dance by myself, I hope somebody doesn't have to dance by themselves. I wish somebody would begin to be in the praise and worship. I wish somebody would just begin to dance for the Lord right now so that somebody feels comfortable. Amen. Dance for the Lord. I want somebody to begin to leap for joy. Defeat the giant. Defeat the giant. Defeat the giant. Amen. Amen. If it's appropriate, there's somebody by you. Would you put your hand on their shoulder? Amen. If, if it's appropriate, grab them by the hand and just link with somebody around you. Amen. We're better together. We're stronger together. Come on. We're stronger together. Lift that hand to heaven. Begin to pray a prayer of faith right now. Hallelujah. That's it. Come on, we're better together. We're stronger together. There's power in prayer. Hallelujah. That's it. Come on, go to war with your neighbor. Go to war with your neighbor right now. Come on, go to war with your neighbor. Claim victory in their home. Claim victory in their
singing here. You're dismissing Jesus' name. Shake hands and be friendly. God bless you. We're going to go to the way of the altar tonight.